Hello, and thank you for tuning in to a Geekery in General Quickie. I am Al, and joining me today for this Quickie is Chad. How hey. are you doing, Chad? I'm doing great, Al. How and are you doing this fine Labor Day Monday? Yep, we are recording this on Monday, September 5th, and unfortunately, a sad event happened a few days ago. Gene Wilder had, unfortunately, had passed away. And it's, he's one of those actors, I admit, and we were just discussing this a moment before we recorded that, um, unfortunately, I'm not really familiar with uh, most of his movies. The one that I'm, I know him from is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but I know he's been in a, he's a very prolific actor, and I know he's been in, like, what, Blazing Saddles, Oh um, man, the the list goes on and on. Um, young you know, Frankenstein, young Frankenstein, Blazing Sazzles, the producers, um, Stir Crazy, Haunted Honeymoon, uh, and the list goes on. I mean, now unlike you, Al, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a Gene Wilder junkie, kinda. Um, I, I've watched I think ninety percent of his movies probably, um, and uh, you know he. Uh, he uh, definitely, as you said, was very, uh, very prolific when it came to making movies um, up to a certain point. And that was the death of his uh, third wife, Gilda Radner. He uh, after she passed away, he no longer made movies. Yeah. And it, it's sad because, I mean, I, I really loved his performance in Willy Wonka. And that's the going to be the subject of today's quickie. We're just going to talk a little bit about. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So we have the original, which was made in, was it the late 70s, early 80s? 1971, actually. Oh, okay, even earlier than that. And then the more recent uh, remake with Johnny Depp that, was it 2005, I think? Oh, was it that early? I think it was later than that. Um. I think it was, well, I've got the handy-dandy internet right here, so let me just double-check, because I think it was 2005, because I remember with Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah, it was 2005. And okay. the reason I remember seeing that, I remember my wife was pregnant at the time, so okay. we saw it in the uh, in the theater with some friends of mine. Now, let's test your memory. Do you remember the first time that you saw... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, man. Do I remember? No. I mean, I would have been young. It was one of those, at least, you know, when I was a kid, it was one of those yearly things. It was on at least once a year. Uh, you know, it was one of those things like uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, The Wizard of Oz, um, you know, West Side Story. They all played like once or twice a year, and it was always a big event, at least in my household, you know. Yeah, and when when we knew Willy Wonka was going to be on, that was you know you didn't you didn't make plans to go with your buddies and do something you know especially when we were younger you didn't plan to play outside that night you know seven o'clock Willy Wonka came on that was so your butt was in front of the TV to watch Willy Wonka and oh absolutely I actually remember the first time I saw the movie um the it, I was in kindergarten and I remember it was at the end of the school year because for the the younger kids. The the school I went to elementary school for, like the last day or two of of the year, you know, since usually 
you know, the, the, the teachers were just doing their final, you know, grades and all that. So mm-hmm. there wasn't really much for the, the, the students to do. So they let us watch movies all day where, you know, you, you shuffled around between different, uh, you know, different rooms. And I remember that the Willy Wonka was one of the, the movies I remember watching that day. Okay. And it, it stuck with me. I really enjoyed uh, Gene Wilder's performance. So when you first saw Willy Wonka, what was the the scene in that movie or the part that really stuck with you or made the, the biggest impression on you? Ooh, that would probably be, and it's a really small part, but it, it's, and still to this day, when I see this scene, it's like, this is to me that shows the childlike demeanor of Willy Wonka. And that's that, that bubble machine, you know, they get on it and it's, and it's powered by, um, carbonation, you know, soda and beer and whatever they put in it. And they're getting all covered in these, these foam, these bubbles coming off the exhaust. And then they go through that little cleaning device. And the way they filmed that was such a way you watch the whole thing go into this, this car wash type thing. And then it started coming out the other side and it was all clean and everybody yep. was dry. And, you know, I don't know why, but still to this day, that is one of my favorite scenes. That one along with the uh, tunnel. And I, you know, with the boat. Yeah, that's, with the boat, yes, that was going to be mine where he's saying, you know, that weird stuff in the back. And then like, there was one I seen, I think where they had a chicken getting its head chopped off. Yes. Yes. That was kind <laughs> of dark. It's disturbing. Cons- yeah. Considering it's supposed to be this kid's movie. And, and then one of the scenes that, you know, a little bit behind the scenes type thing. Remember the first scene where they go into the, the chocolate garden at the beginning. Yes. And, you know, all this look of wonderment, that was actual genuine because the, you know, Nobody the, had the actors. Seen it. Yeah. The actors had seen it before going in there. Yeah. So I'm, that's, I think it's good that they did that because then it's like, wow, that really was a surprise for these actors. And then, so I, I also liked, I'd have to say another one of my favorite parts in the movie is I did like the character of Charlie Bucket where, you know, he's this poor but good-natured kid and, you know, he's trying to, you know, work hard. And for him, just getting a chocolate bar because his family was so poor, that was, you know, that was a luxury for him. Yeah, that was his birthday gift every year. Yeah, exactly. And then the... I mean, I think, wasn't it like, I, because I, I, I know you've read the book. Yes. Where I have not. And one of the big plot points of Willy Wonka is they had that rival candy company that was approaching them to ask if they could get one of the, was it the Everlasting Gobstopper? Yes, the Everlasting, yeah. What was the name of that company? The, uh, oh. Man, I should know this. That's okay. I don't don't remember it either. So it's like Charlie, it's like, you know, he proved to be the good kid at the end. And then that, you know, that's what made, uh, you know, Willy Wonka decide he was going to give the chocolate factory over to him. So Right, right. In fact, um, that scene where, you know, at first they're told to leave, you know, Uncle Grandpa Joe and and, and, uh, Charlie are told to leave. And, you know... 
Grandpa Joe's after, you know, what about this year's supply of chocolate? He was the last one. He should win this, you know, whatever. And that scene where Willy Wonka kind of yells at Grandpa Joe and at Charlie about, you know, stealing the fizzy lifting drinks and, Mm -hmm. you know, and getting everything dirty and this, that, and the next thing. That actor, um, the the kid, had no clue what was going to happen there. They had not rehearsed that scene. They wanted that reaction to be genuine. So when he's standing there almost crying, that is legitimately him standing there almost crying because he had no idea what was going on. Hmm. And I didn't then, know that. And then Charlie walks out of the room, and he comes back, and he gives back the everlasting gobstopper. And that's, you know, that was the test. Yep. Because all these other kids were taking them to go sell off to Slugworth. To, uh, to Slugworth, the guy who owns the other, the rival candy, mm-hmm. Slugworth Candy. Yep, and of and, course, this, oh, go ahead. What's that? Oh, yeah, and then of course, this classic line, good day to you, sir, good day. <laughs> yes. So, you know, um, they did that, they did that in a few scenes in that movie where they wanted a, a, a legitimate reaction. So the actors knew the ultimate least amount they could know about what's going on. Until they're pushed into that mm-hmm. scene, you know, and I think that was brilliant uh, the way they brought that together in that movie, um, because I don't think if if the reactions weren't done in that way, I don't think that perhaps they could have been gotten at such a mm-hmm. um, very solid, very very believable um, state, you know. Yep, and. Off the topic on a similar note, though, you know another scene where they had an actor who was not acting and who was giving genuine reactions? I have ju- I just read an article recently about that. I wonder if it's the same one. Uh, it was the girl from The Exorcist? Uh, nope, 40-year-old virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they have that scene where they're they're stripping the – they're doing that wax thing to strip off uh, Steve Carroll's chest hair. Okay. Yeah, they. I was reading an article. They actually were peeling off his his chest hair. So when he's screaming in pain, it's because they're ripping off his chest hair, and he is screaming oh. in pain. Oh man! But yeah, they did that to Linda Blair in the uh, Exorcist too. Yeah, and I think even in Aliens, or no, not Aliens, Alien, the first one, when that thing pops out of the chest and they're spraying the special effects, which I think right. was like cheap entrails or something they didn't tell the actors what was going to happen so yeah (laughs) but that's kind of ridiculous if you think about it yeah well they were the reaction was certainly genuine so yeah but back to the charlie and the chocolate factory willy wonka so yeah and of course 2005 we had johnny depp starring in the remake of the movie charlie and the chocolate factory which you know as we said was supposed to be closer to the book than the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory was. And, and it very much is. Um, the book, not a kid's book, really. Uh, Ro- Ro- Robert Dahl, I think his name is, or yes. Roger. No, Robert Dahl. Rod- Ronald Dahl, yeah. Ronald Dahl. There we go. Ronald Dahl wrote the book. Um, I don't know if it was intended to be a children's book when he wrote it, but it's really kind of a dark kind of... Um, psychological almost type of, of, uh, of story. I mean, there's, there's a definite story behind it. There's something he wants you to learn, you know, with, 
um, each of the kids and, you know, how, and basically he took the, the deadly sins and that it was teaching about, you know, staying away from the deadly sins. Cause you've got, uh, Augustus Gloop, who, Augustus Gloop, Gluttony. Gluttony, and then you just got all the different, you know, um, and they don't hit all seven of them. And I don't think he hits all seven of them in the book either, but, um, he yeah, definitely, what's that? Yeah. Cause there were only like five kids. Right. Right. And, and obviously one of those deadly sins, you can't even attribute to Charlie because, you know, he's the antithesis of all these other kids. Yep. Because I remember there was in the, cause yeah, in the, the remake, like, was it Mike TV where, yes. you, you know, he was a kid who was addicted to like the TV and the video games. And I remember they really, I think they did a really good job updating him for the times because yeah, back when a video gamer, yeah, and he was like, yeah, because in, in the original one, he was just dressed in a cowboy outfit and he has a little toy gun. Where it's like the in the remake, he was more this like apathetic preteen. And I remember he was talking about how he figured out which you know how to buy it because he only got it off of one. Yeah, it's like I don't even like chocolate. I just bought one. Yeah, and it's like he's, you know, you you looked at the code and the the date and stuff, and it's like a retard could have figured that out. So right, again, right. this real snooty, um, you know, like know it all t- preteen character. Right, and then uh, there was Veruca Salt. Yep, she's she, actually my favorite of the of the bad kids because I mean she's just a spoiled brat. Yeah, so you're. And, um, they did it very well in both movies, but the girl who played Veruca in the first movie, in the in the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder, she was one of the nicest kids. They said it, it took them so long to make her act snotty like that because she just wasn't that type of a kid. Mm-hmm. So you know, for the fact that she's supposedly this really nice young girl, and they turned her into this, you know. As as a amateur actor myself, I find that to be you know that's that's acting. You know, if you're not this way and you can convince, you know, not only a ten year old me but a forty year old me that you're a spoiled rotten snot, <laughs> you know, that's acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the and in a way, it's like you, it really builds it up where you're kind of you're kind of happy to see what happens to her. Um, you know, because I said, she's this, you know, prim and proper, you know, snotty rich girl. And she gets sent down the garbage disposal. Right. Where in the original, I remember it was like, she was a bad egg. And then they had her be a bad nut in the, the remake. Right. And that was basically the same scene, but the difference being that in the book, they actually have the squirrel scene yeah, and they changed it to the geese, the goose, the goose, in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it, it was to me, I mean, the, the movie itself was a lot of fun, but really, you know, we can talk about the kid actors and all that kind of stuff, but really I think what we need to focus on here, at least for a few minutes is the character of Willy Wonka. Yep. And I have to say, cause I, I, cause I know, uh, Gene Wilder, he had a few lines where it was kind of like a sarcastic deadpan delivery, where Johnny Depp was a bit more, more like effeminate. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but... Johnny Johnny Depp's portrayal of Willy Wonka, I thought, 
though more true to the to the book, I thought it was almost too much, almost over the top, too much. You know, okay. it, it is my opinion. Now, when you look at Gene Wilder's version of Willy Wonka. He's nothing like the guy in the book. If you haven't read the book, Al, I recommend you do it. It's a quick read. It's 140 pages, something like that. Um, but I thought that for what they were trying to do with the movie in the 70s, I thought Gene Wilder did a perfect Willy Wonka. Yeah. He was slightly edgy, but for the most part, he was just a fun-loving guy. He was just a guy that really never grew up and and wanted – knowing that he's getting older, wanted to make sure that his candy factory got passed on to somebody that would love it the same as he does, which is yep. the same storyline in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, because as I recall, um, near the end of it, because after, because uh, when uh, the Johnny Depp version of Willy Wonka offers Charlie, to, you know, to take Charlie into the the factory so he can live there and work there. He's like, can I take my family? He's like, of course you can't. And, you know, because it plays on how, again, something that's not touched in the original, how Charlie had this, this strained relationship with his father. So right. that is one thing that is a bit more awesome about the remake. It did have Christopher Lee in it. Okay, yeah. So, I, you know, anytime I, you've got Christopher Lee in a movie, it's going to be awesome. And Christopher Lee as this kind of evil father figure dentist guy. Exactly. And so I thought that that's one of the things that I I did enjoy about the remake, how it did introduce that. Well, for me, it was new because I said I haven't read the original book. But of course, if you read the book, you knew about that already. Right. And right. Um, so the I, I think they definitely pulled it off uh, differently in the, the remake where it's closer to the book because Charlie make amends, makes amends with his father. And then, you know, it takes a while for Charlie to understand what the concept of a family is. Um, whereas in the first one, it's like, you know, they fly off in the glass elevator and it's like, they didn't really touch that aspect of Charlie's personality. Right. Right. It was, it was just more, the original one was more of a feel good show. Um, even though it did have those lessons in there that uh, Ronald Dahl had in the book, mm-hmm. it was more of a feel-good show, whereas the one that they did with um, w- in 2005 was more of a true story to the book. Okay. So, but since we're getting near the end of our quickie here, what's is there a scene that, you know, when you, when you look at how Gene Wilder portrayed it and how Johnny Depp portrayed it, is there a scene that really sticks out for you for the, you know, the difference between the two actors? Oh, it would probably be that point where, where Charlie is awarded the, the heir to, to the throne to say, you know, the heir to the chocolate factory. Just, they were played in two very separate ways. Like we, like you touched on where with Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, it was, you know, You've got this. You've won this. You, you know, come in, be, you know, can I bring my family? Absolutely. And they fly off, you know, happily ever after over the top of Germany there. And then the one with um, Johnny Depp, you know, where he's like, of course you can't, you know, yep. just that whole, because he's, he's, he's extruding onto, 
onto Charlie what his issues are. You know, and those issues are, you know, with his father. And of course, then the movie continues on and, and Charlie helps him, you know, get through these issues. And then, of course, the whole family is allowed to come and stay in the end. But it's just, I, I don't know. I thought they're, they're so, they're the same thing happening, but they're so drastically different. Yep. So I guess that would be the one scene that shows me that difference that, that, um, that, uh, shot between the two you know yep and i'd have to say one of my favorite i was talking about how um you know gene wilder in some cases had that more of that straight deadpan delivery whereas you know johnny depp was over the top the scene that always comes to mind for me is with the section with mike tv how you know there's that little thing where you could transfer the chocolate you know the the chocolate bar from one part to the other blanca vision yep and of course you know, uh, Mike was all excited about that with him being a TV and electronics junkie. And in the first one, it's like he's going and he's insisting. And Gene Wilder was like, oh, no, please don't. Yes. Whereas, you know, where the Johnny Depp version, it's like, you know, you really shouldn't do that. You know, he doesn't do anything to stop it. But, um, yeah, that that's just one of the scenes that always sticks out for me when we're talking about the difference between Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Right, right. So I think we're going to – this quickie went on a little bit longer than I thought it was going to go. So I, I said I'm sure that if we wanted to, we could probably come back and explore uh, the difference between the two movies at a later date. Maybe one of these days I'll get around to reading the actual book so we can discuss it on that level as well. But for now, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in and have a good evening.